Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. We join now by Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to all the listeners. Um, I think one would have to assume that there's certainly some relation between those two things, yes. Um, you know, lots of digestion still needs to take place on what's come out of the policy conference. Um, and, of course, none of this really is, is effective yet. Um, everything goes back to the branches to be discussed, and, and it only will be um, finally decided on and ratified at the elective conference in December. But, uh, you know, I don't think we've ever had as much um, attention on a policy conference um, ever before. So I think as ordinary citizens, we are a lot more aware now of what is happening, what was discussed, and what might be in the pipeline. And certainly um, the, the discussions yesterday that the ownership of the Reserve Bank um, should be reviewed and that it, um, it should become fully state-owned, um, although this move is largely symbolic, it doesn't really have any impact on either policy or on the election of the governor of the Reserve Bank, the RAND definitely did not like this. We saw the rand at one stage trading almost 2% lower, very close to that 13 rand 50 mark to the dollar. It has recovered somewhat from that. Um, but um, I think it's worthwhile maybe just evaluating what this potentially could mean because shareholders really have no influence over the policy. The SARP receives its mandate from the Constitution. Um, and, and although what we've seen here might look like an attempt at, um, at control or whatever, I think this is more modernization. This will certainly conform with international best practice. Um, most other central banks in the world do belong to government, so that certainly wouldn't make it an unusual move. <clears throat> but you know, the Reserve Bank is already um, under attack um, on, in terms of its inflation targeting mandate by the public prosecutor, and so any move to legislate a new ownership structure, structure um, is cause for concern because it could facilitate more drastic changes at the at the Reserve Bank. So this shareholder structure of the of the bank is, is largely a legacy. It was founded in 1921, so almost 100 years ago, and and the shareholder structure is quite typical of of a bygone era. You know, these um, institutions typically started out as private companies, <clears throat> but as I say, most of the other banks, central banks in the world, do belong to government. From England to Switzerland, Switzerland, um, to Japan, really all over the world. Um, and the Reserve Bank currently has 2 million issued shares, um, and no private individual may own more than, um, than 10,000 of these shares, and they pay out a paltry 10 cents of dividend per year. So this is certainly not something that you would be buying in order to get rich quick. <laughs> certainly not. And then, Narina, the Standard Bank Purchasing Managers Index for June was released yesterday, and it seems uh, this was just another comp- Information of the weak economic conditions in the country. Indeed, so dropping below that crucial 50 level, which we know indicates that it is in contraction rather than expansion. So at 49 index points, it's the worst level in 14 months. Um, worthwhile to remember that this particular purchasing manager index is a composite index of a number of different economic data points. So this is not one of those that is based on surveyed results, and so it doesn't really reflect sentiment, it reflects cold, hard facts. 
Um, and so the political instability, the high unemployment, credit rating down rates, and so on that we've that we've um, had in recent months have certainly hit business and consumer confidence. Um, and, and when you look specifically at the unemployment rate, which is sitting at 27.7 percent, a 14-year high, um, it's not a surprise that the employment subcomponent of this purchasing manager index showed the largest decline. That was followed by output in the economy and, and new orders. Um, and, and yes, I think this really is a is a hard calculated um, reflection of what we know to be the recessionary conditions in the economy with no immediate sign really of a turnaround. And then, Narina, there seems to be growing resistance against the remedial action called for uh, in the public protector's report on the Reserve Bank and, of course, the granting of that apartheid-era loan, uh, which includes an order to Parliament to change the Constitution and the mandate of the Reserve Bank. What's the latest on this matter? So yes, yesterday we had um, Finance Minister Manitiki Gaba um, say that it is certainly not necessary to change the constitution or the mandate of the Saab, um, and, and it breaches the principles of legality. So he has now um, joined the, the group that is um, really going to, so along with Parliament and the Reserve Bank themselves, in a legal pushback, taking this report on judicial review. Um, and I think it is a strong showing of force that, uh, that potentially the public protector has overstepped her mandate and so I suspect we won't, certainly won't see anything come of it. But that certainly does not resolve the matter at all and um, I think between now and the end of the year we can continue to still see a lot of this. This is not just about economics it is very much about control, it's very much about power and I think so much of what we're going to see between now and December will really at its underpin have a, a power struggle in terms of the leadership of the ANC. So I guess where we stand here at the, at the outset of the, of the second half of the year, um, we better fasten our seatbelts because I think the ride is going to continue to be quite choppy between now and Christmas.